All right, thank you, Father. Okay, let's just take a moment to pray, then we're just going to get into the Scriptures, and uh, just uh, looking forward to sharing with you tonight as we press in in the Holy Spirit. Father, thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, that you have called us in accordance with your will and your purpose. And you call your people to come before you to seek first your kingdom and your righteousness. And you promise that everything else will be added unto us. And more than anything, Father, we come before you because we want to know you. We want to know you more. We want to walk in your ways. We ask, Father, that you will minister directly into our lives, that you will speak to us, you'll give us your wisdom, revelation by your Spirit. We humbly submit ourselves before you because we recognize that we need you. There's nothing that we do in our lives that we want to do on our own because clearly it says in the Scripture that the things that we do that are not in line with your kingdom will just be burnt up and they will not have eternal value. But Father, we want to see a people raised up who will be effective for the kingdom, who will apply their lives to make a difference to this generation, that we will have eternal value through the things that we do and through the things that we say. So, Father, we commit this time to you and we bless you and we rejoice in what you're doing within our lives in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, tonight I wanted to talk about increasing the priority of prayer. And I want to share a little bit about, you know, going through fasting <clears throat> and prayer. But more than anything, about aligning ourselves in the kingdom of Yehovah. What's important about fasting and prayer is it brings us to the place that we are drawing closer before the Father. And we need to know him we need to walk in his ways and in the gospels we see in yeshua's life that he continually set himself apart and you know it's interesting that in the gospels you don't see yeshua calling prayer meetings you don't see him getting together with the disciples on a, a tuesday night and saying tuesday night prayers up are you all ready for prayer no he never did that but what he would do <clears throat> is he would get up and he would take himself away to a solitary place to pray. And there's no accounts in any of the Gospels. And it's not saying that he didn't pray with the disciples. But there's no account in the Gospels where he uh, orchestrated corporate prayer together. Now we know it's scriptural for us to pray together. Corporate prayer is good. When two agree on anything, it shall be done. You know, so it's not that it's not important to pray with others, but the example of Yeshua was to come aside and to get to that place to press in to know him. And I want to encourage you today and I want to, well, really, let's start by asking the question, you know, how is your prayer life? Why is it that uh, in the faith walk, many people struggle in the area of prayer? Why do people struggle in prayer? Is it because they, they don't feel like uh, they are connecting correctly? Uh, properly with Yehovah? Do they feel disconnected? Is it because they have prayed for something? They didn't see the answer for the things that they were praying. So instead of continuing in prayer, 
they've just given up. And, um, you know, there's a few verses that I, I want to uh, bring out of the scripture from the book of Mark and from Luke. And that's really what we're going to look at. Um, here this evening, just a couple of uh, chapters that we're going to look at. But, you know, the priority that we give to prayer will determine who we are in our life. So Yeshua, he got up early and he found a secluded place to pray. And what he said is, I only do what I see the Father do. And this is what we've got to get to. Are we scared to ask the Father what he is doing? You know, what does it mean to press in? You know, when I came to the land of Israel, I spent one and a half years in prayer pressing in. Why? Because I don't want to come to the land just to do my thing. And it doesn't matter where we live. It doesn't matter what community or location the Father has called us to. Are we asking the Ruach HaKodesh? Are we asking the Holy Spirit what He is doing in the area where you live? And the other part of that question is what is our part or our role in bringing his kingdom within our communities you know sometimes our role is in the place of prayer and we are waiting for those divine appointments and those holy assignments it's not all about just getting up and doing works but it's about listening Yeshua said I only do what I see the father do so what do you see the father doing And why does the devil want to attack your prayer life? You know, it's time. And and I believe this is the word of Yehovah, that we need to rise up and make sure that before we're doing anything else, we are seeking the face of Yehovah. Are we seeking his face? Are we uh, laboring over the scriptures? Um, So I don't want to get ahead of myself. I nearly did there, but I won't do that. Um, You know, the purpose of Yeshua's prayer was to know the Father's will. And I want to encourage you today to make a decision that the reason why you take time in prayer is to inquire of the will of the Father. Now, when we started a devotional time, I talked to I talked to everyone about what does your morning devotion look like? You know, I did the video of getting up, you know, brushing my teeth, getting organized, coming to the Word, because I wanted to wake people up and say, come on, we are called to walk in devotion. We are called to be set aside in the presence of Yehovah. And the reality is this, many people, when they have devotion, they spend all their time praying about themselves, praying about their needs, their things, their stuff. And they, they never take time to pray for others. How are we interceding for others? In our prayer time, do we pause? Do we consider the needs of others? Do we press in and intercede in the needs of others? And that's what is a blessing about being part of community because people will share Uh, prayer requests they'll share um, what's going on within their life and and, you know it's a place of vulnerability not to be abused but it's a place where we can stand together in agreement so do we know the father's will we live in a generation where the number one most asked question uh, in prayer uh, lines um, and also prayer requests is you know I do not know the will of Yehovah. I don't know the will of God. And, and how, how difficult is it for us to acquire the will of God? It's not difficult. All we have to do is come to a place of intimacy in his presence. 
And, you know, it doesn't matter how knowledgeable you are in Scripture. It doesn't matter how many years you've been studying the Word. You know, this is the reality. You could be a believer for 30, 40 years, and you can be, um, you can be just stone cold in your faith because all you're doing is just going through the motions. You've moved from having an experience of relationship in the presence of Yehovah to just doing what most of Christendom does, which is talk about and share about the events of Scripture, uh, history. Um, you know, we, we study things of the past and we're not applying the Scripture to who we are today. And, you know, we can grow cold. We can grow cold in our spiritual walk. We have got to keep sharp and keep alert. And, um, you know, last month or, or just over a month ago, the Holy Spirit, when I was pressing in prayer, you know, I always want to make sure that I am fine-tuning my faith. I want to make sure that, uh, you know, there's no compromise within my life. I want to make sure that I'm not uh, uh, just, you know, getting lazy uh, with my spiritual walk or, or, or um, just being familiar. Oh, well, you know, I'm a believer. I'm a teacher. I do this. I do that. So, you know, I don't really need to press in in that way. I can just get on and just live on yesterday's anointing. No, no, we need fresh manna today we need the word of Yehovah today and as I was pressing in and I was looking at the resistance and looking at the assignments and looking at the years of uh, attacks and the the things we've been through listen you know I've, I've been a believer for many years and you know I'm not I'm not asking the father to give me a life free of attacks that's not what I'm saying at all because here's the reality if you're a believer and you're in the army of Yehovah you're going to face battles on all sides and that's okay why because in the midst of battles we are setting ourselves up to see victories in the midst of tests we are putting ourselves in place to see testimonies and uh you know we want to see a mighty outpouring of his spirit we want to see the manifest power of his spirit dwelling within our life so i want to charge you today encourage you today are you alert spiritually are you preparing your minds for action how is your prayer life are you in the place where you recognize that the highest priority in your faith is your time in the place of prayer it's not your time with your spouse it's not your time with others it's not your time when you meet to fellowship no the highest priority in your faith life is your priority in the place of prayer it's the place of communication it's the place where we are hearing from heaven where we are uh, capturing what the holy spirit is saying to us and you might be watching and listening right now thinking you know well you know i don't really know what you're talking about you know i pray but i don't hear god speak to me um, i don't get instructions from god when i'm praying then i want to encourage you you know this faith walk is relationship it's not religion you know one of the things i hate more than anything is religion and, you know, if, as soon as you get into those practices where you're just going through the motion and you disconnect from what it truly means to walk in the presence of Yehovah, you are starting to miss it. 
you know, yesterday we talked about the importance of love. We talked about how we treat one another and how we walk in the commandments and uh, the reports that we give belonging to another. We should be known by the love we have for one another. And, um, you know, we have got to make a stand that this is going to be our priority. It doesn't matter what other people do. Man will let you down. Men will continually let you down. People that you think are okay, listen, don't don't even rely on, on me or other people. We can't rely on anyone other than God. But as we come together, what keeps us safe is that if our communication is to draw near unto Yehovah, then we will have a healthy community of believers that are effective in the kingdom of Yehovah. So Yeshua's purpose of prayer was to know the Father's will. And my encouragement to, to you and to me is that we come to the place and we say, Father, yes, we want to know your will. We want to walk in your ways. And that's our stand today, is to walk in that place of blessing in Yehovah. So, Father, we just release just uh, wisdom and understanding in your presence that uh, one of our greatest investments that we can make is in the presence of Elohim. So, Father, we press into you tonight. We press in for victory in Messiah. And we ask you, Father, to take us to a place where we see uh, supernatural transformation uh, within our lives. That's what we ask for, supernatural transformation. And, um, you know, I'm encouraged as I, I took time out, a month out, to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Why? Because I felt I was getting weary. I felt I was downtrodden. I felt that everything that was coming against me was pushing me down. And I recognized that I needed to draw aside and I needed to come to that place and say, Father, I want to check my heart. I want to check my walk so that I'm walking in uh, in accordance with your will and purpose. And, you know, these are the key things that the Father wants us to walk in. We want our lives to count in the presence of Yehovah. We want our lives to count. Does your life count in the presence of of Yehovah. You know, these are important questions that we have to ask, and we have got to challenge ourselves in these ways on an ongoing basis. Is our life uh, uh, in order with the scriptures? Is our prayer life uh, at the highest priority? Because that's where the power is going to come from when our prayer life is at the highest priority. You know, it, our, our focus is not to get to the place that we can say that we you know, have been a believer for X number of years. You know, you can say you're married for 40 years, but that doesn't mean your marriage is good. You can say you've been a believer for 50 years, but that doesn't mean that you're walking in the wisdom of the Spirit. You know, life is not measured by uh, duration, but by donation. It's not how long you live, but it's what you do with your life. And my encouragement with increasing the priority of prayer is that we get to that place where our investment in the presence of Yehovah is to know the will of the Father so that we can be more effective to the purpose of his will, so that what we do in our life makes a difference. You know, God is not impressed with your age. 
He's not impressed if you're 98 years old. The question is, what are you doing with your life? What have you done with your life? Are you donating? Are you giving your life for the purpose of his kingdom? This is what the Father is asking us to do, that we will get to that place where we will see the victory in Yeshua because we are applying our life for the purpose of his kingdom. So I want to read from Mark chapter 1. It says, um, uh, you know, oh, just from verse 1, Mark chapter 1, uh, the beginning of the gospel about Yeshua, the Messiah, the son of Elohim, it was written in Isaiah, the prophet, I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way. A voice of one calling in the desert, prepare the way of Yehovah, make straight paths for him. And the reason I wanted to share this scripture concerning Yohanan ben Zechariah, John the Baptist, is that he was in the preparation of the first coming of Messiah. You and I are in the preparation of the second coming of Messiah. And what does the Father require of us as we are actively working in the kingdom? He requires us to prepare the way for the Messiah's soon return. This is jumping all over because I haven't got my... Uh, yep, seem to have lost the connector there. Hold on one second here. Uh-huh. There we go. Hopefully that'll stay on. You know, so our job is preparation. It's to prepare the way of Yahovah. That's never changed. You know, this is not a new word. It's not a new message. <coughs> this is what we are called to do. And, you know, how are we going to prepare the way of Yehovah? Well, how did Johanan, how did John do that? He came baptizing in the desert region. He wasn't in the big cities, you know, he wasn't on CNN. He was in the desert preaching uh, a baptism of repentance for forgiveness of sins. The whole of Judea uh, countryside and all the people in Jerusalem went out to him confessing their sins they were mikvahed, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. Johanan, he wore clothes made of camel hair uh, with a leather belt around his waist and he ate locusts with wild honey. And this was his message. After me will come one more powerful than I, uh, whose thongs of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will make for you. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. At that time, Yeshua came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by Elohim in the Jordan. As Yeshua was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens begin uh, being torn open and the spirit descending on him like a dove and a voice came from heaven you are my son whom I love with you I am well pleased at once the spirit uh, sent uh, him out into the desert and he was in the desert 40 days being tempted by Satan and was with the wild animals and angels attended him. Hallelujah. After Yohanan was put in prison, verse 14, Yeshua went into the Galilee proclaiming the good news of Elohim. The time has come, he said. The kingdom of Elohim is near. Repent and believe the good news. Hallelujah. As Yeshua walked beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the lake. 
uh, for they were fishermen, he said, Come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. And when he had gone a little further, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John in a boat preparing their nets. Without delay, he called them, and they left their father Zebedee uh, in the boat with the hired men and followed him. Come, follow me. Come, follow me. And this is what, you know, I want us to really take hold of today in the preparation of prayer, that we align ourselves in his presence, that we understand the reason we are in the place of prayer and devoted in his presence is to know the will of the Father. It's to be set aside to build in relationship in his presence, but it's to recognize that we are to follow in Yeshua's footsteps. He is calling you today to be effective. Don't just grow older. I, I don't care about growing old. I care about being effective in this generation. I want my life to count for the purpose of the king. I don't care what people think. I don't care what people say. I don't care what the enemy's plans are to attack, to try and destroy my life, destroy my ministry, destroy my walk. None of these things matter. What matters is that we are devoted to the Father in the place of prayer, and we are about the business of Elohim. Hallelujah. So I want you to turn to Luke chapter 18. So we know that we are called to prepare the way for the second coming of the Messiah. We know that we are called to take up the calling to follow Yeshua. And if he was one who rose early, some say two, three o'clock in the morning, he got up to pray to press in, you know, long before uh, sunrise. I love to get up at four, uh, sometimes half past three in the morning to pray. It's, it's such a blessing. Those mornings are more powerful than any other time. You know, we should be in prayer uh, on an ongoing basis. We should have time set aside in the mornings and the evenings where we are praying. It should be a, something that is a major part of our life and communication in the presence. But I want to read a, a, a few verses concerning prayer that we see in Luke chapter 18. Because some of the reasons why people don't pray is they genuinely believe that God isn't listening. He doesn't care about their prayer. And I just want to encourage you to press in so that answered prayer becomes your lifestyle. So that you can have testimony upon testimony of answered prayer. And I just want to share an answered prayer before I read this scripture. Before I came to the end of my fast uh, last week um, on, on Thursday, no, whatever day, Thursday or Friday. No, I was, uh, it was Friday. I was two hours from the end of my fast. And I said, Father, you know, the attack that we had on our credit card processing system, I, I ask you before my fast ends in two hours, will you give me victory with first data? Will you give me breakthrough with them? And I'm praying this, and I get up to go to my computer to get a phone number to give them a call. Sometimes it takes an hour, two hours just to get through. And the phone rings as I get to, to my computer. And I answer the phone. It's first data. And they said that they took all of the advanced, uh, all the additional payments that they hadn't taken that was at collections. They had removed it from collections. They were freeing up my account. And they were working on uh, some form of refund towards funds that had been taken. They said I wouldn't get all the money back, but there was going to be some money coming back. And I thought, you know, thank you, Father, for answered prayer. 
this was my final request in my season of fasting. It was, Father, you know, will, will, will you grant me this one victory before the end? Because I'm praying against resistance. What is resisting, uh, you know, the blessings? What is, re what is causing the attacks? How do we stop the attacks? Father, I come against the resistance of the enemy against my life so that we can walk in victory. And um, what a blessing it was to have that testimony. What a blessing it was to get that fruits that just came forth at that last second. I tell you, what a joy it was in the Messiah to see that. Um, I was just um, so excited because that was the desire of my heart. So in Luke chapter 18, it says in verse 1, Then Yeshua told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. He said, In a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared about men. And there was a widow in the town who kept coming to him with a plea, Grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused, but finally he said to himself, Even though I don't fear Elohim or care about men, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually wear me out with her coming. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not Elohim bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night. And this is what we talked about. It's not just about crying out uh, in the morning. It's crying out day and night. Will you petition in the presence of Yehovah? Now, why do we petition before the Father? Why don't we just go, well, you know, Father, you know my need. You know, it's personal. Um, you know, why do you petition? Because this is a legal requirement. You have a book of the results you have a book of uh, of the rules you know when you go to a lawyer you go to a lawyer because you're asking the lawyer to interpret the law so you can petition the judge based on what is legally correct so we are called to study the scriptures so we can petition the father in accordance with the word so prayer is so important, but if you don't know the scriptures and you don't know how to pray the scriptures, you're not going to see answered prayer within our lives. We have to be able to pray the word back to him. Day and night, uh, will he keep putting them off? I tell you, this is verse 8, I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, <clears throat> will he find faith on the earth? And I just want to speak into your life right now, an increase of faith, an increase of expectation. Yes, you may be in the place of prayer. You might be waiting for answers for years and years and you're worn out, you're tired, you're exhausted. All you want to do is just give up. And my encouragement is move into another realm, fast and pray. Oh, but Kenny, I've done that. I've fasted and prayed. Don't stop. Don't give up. You're on the brink of a miracle. You stay the course. And, you know, I, I felt the fatigue of the battle, of the years of battle, where I felt it was affecting my course. And that's why, I, you know, when I was pressing in, I just felt the Father say, you know, this fast is not about something you're going to do and teach every day through the 
day, the, uh, the, the devotion time each day. He said, I need you to switch off, come aside. This is personal. Be strengthened, be restored. Uh, petition me, come into my presence, receive from me. And we've got to deal with the flesh because let me tell you something, your flesh... Your, uh, your soul, man, it wants to divert you away from the promises of God, wants to speak forth lies, wants to wreck your faith. And this is what I love about this portion of Scripture. I tell you, he will see that you will get justice, talking about Elohim, and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? This is Yeshua speaking. He's there. When the Son of Man comes... Will he find faith on the earth? Where is faith? You know, what are you all doing? Are you going through the motions of prayer? And what I love about what takes place is, you know, the next portion of Scripture, which is connected to the petition of the, of the widow before the judge. Will he find faith on the earth? So let's just read on this next portion. To some who... Um, um, uh, oh, sorry, look, I'm just... Man, I haven't got my glasses with me. I can hardly see the words here. To some who were uh, confident of their own righteousness and looked down on everybody else, Yeshua told this parable. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood up to pray about himself. Uh, God, I thank you that I'm not like other men, robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of all I get. But the tax collector, he stood at a distance. He would not even look up to heaven, but he beat his breast and he said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell you uh, that the man, that this man, rather than the other, went home justified before God. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. So we don't just stand up and say, you know, well, I'm glad I'm not like this. This is what I do. Look, it's not about your works that uh, make you right standing. Uh, but, you know, again, what is it talking about here? He prayed about himself and this is why i encourage you you write your needs down the things that you have to pray about you write them down and you have a wave offering before the presence of yahovah these are my needs i, I bring these before you but i don't want my prayer life to be so concentrated and be all about me me myself and i the unholy trinity we want to be in the place where we humble ourselves before the father we, we, we come to that place to receive his forgiveness. Yes, we are going to fail. We're not going to do things right all the time. But do we know how to humble ourselves in those difficult places? Do we know when we've got it wrong that we can say sorry? Do we know that, you know, we can step back and say, Father, I want to align myself in your presence. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. You know, I just I just want to really press in a second just to see what the, the Father is saying. Thank you, Father. 
you know, th these are just really the key things I wanted to put out today. I wanted us to get to that place where we challenge ourselves. Is our priority of prayer in the right place? Are we acting in the way that the Father has called us to act? Are we coming into the presence of Yehovah like Yeshua to know the will of the Father? Father, I want to know your will. You do not have because you do not ask. Ask and it will be given and your joy will be complete. But, you know, we don't want to come just asking everything about ourselves. I want to see the miracles of lives being changed because of ministering into the brokenhearted, ministering to those in need. Your prayer life can be the greatest rescue remedy that you could ever have. You know... I'm sending a life raft out to someone right now. You might think you're drowning in your fear and the Holy Spirit is saying, you know, come unto me. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you out of this situation. I'm going to bring you to a place where I will bring restoration, where I will restore you. I will heal you. I'll bring you to a place where my will will be revealed to you. Are you walking in the will and purpose of Yehovah? Do you feel fatigued? Do you feel worn out in your prayer life, your walk life? Has it become more of a chore than it has been a relationship? You know, if we just go back to the book of Mark, uh, I'll say in closing, because that's what people say. I don't know if it means anything. <laughs> but um, where was it? Uh you know, ju just after the portion when Yeshua is speaking in Capernaum and Capernaum on the Sabbath, he's teaching and um, he deals with uh, the demon, the evil spirit, you know, shook the man violently, verse 26. The people were all so amazed that they asked each other, what is this? A new teaching? And with authority, you know, he even gives orders to evil spirits and they obey him. News about him spread quickly over the whole region of the Galilee. Now, you know, what is it about this authority? Yeshua is teaching and what he's teaching is on the basis of his personal authority. In contrast to the, the scribes and the Pharisees, they taught in a, a manner of teaching that was to quote the authoritative statements of other scribes who had gone before them. So that, that's what the Pharisees were teaching. And if we get into some religious mode and all we're doing is quoting, and this is why I don't do Torah portions. This is why I, you know, I don't go through all that realm. Yes, we need to know the Torah. We need to study the Torah, yes. But, you know, we don't need to do Torah portions. We don't need to get caught up in the spirit of religion. What we need to do is that we need to have personal authority because we are praying the word, we are living the word, we are applying the word, we are speaking forth the word with signs and wonders following. It's authority, and that's the authority that the Holy Spirit wants you to walk in today. And that's what we want to receive. We want to learn from Yeshua. We don't want to spend all our time talking about the works of Yeshua. We want to spend our time doing the works of Yeshua. So my call to you today is come to the place of prayer and ask yourself the question, is your priority of prayer the highest priority in your life? If the answer is no, I want to encourage you to start reshaping your daily routines, 
reshaping your walk to make it your number one priority. And you will start to see the blessings, the victory of Yehovah. The testimonies in your life will rise. The tests in your life will also rise, but the testimonies will be incredible. And I want to encourage you that as we spend time together, that we walk uh, together in his presence and that our relationship is built around the word, around applying the word, around, you know, proclaiming his kingdom to this generation. We are not our own. We're bought with a price. We are filled with his spirit. So, Father, I thank you for filling us and fill us afresh, Father, for those who are dry. Father, for those who are fatigued, they feel like how long has it been for the answered prayer? How many years of the, you know, of the things that they're going through? You, some of you haven't had answered prayer because of your disobedience of what you did many years ago. And, and now you're reaping the fruit of that disobedience. And, and, you know, the Father will give you grace to come through that. And, you know, it doesn't mean you're not going to get answered prayer. But, um, you know, have you laid the foundation of repentance first based on disobedience so the Father can bring forth the blessing? So, Father, we thank you for uh, your word. We thank you, Father, for the importance of knowing you, that it's not religion. We don't want to talk about people who talk about the Bible, but we want to know you and we want to share our heart of what it truly means to have you within our life. So thank you for this time today in Yeshua's name. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with uh, the word today. Please share it with others. Uh, if you have a testimony or anything you want to share, you can write me Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. Um, if you want more information on the ministry, go to bulldozerfaith.com. Uh, we appreciate every one of you. Thank you for standing and praying for our ministry and the work we do here in the land of Israel and also in the nations. It is a blessing to serve the King of Kings. And um, if you have any questions, let us know. Prayer requests, send them to us because we take serious the importance of coming and praying for the needs of others. I want to thank you for watching. Until tomorrow, shalom, shalom.